This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Thought we'd play a little bit of Loretta. And this is a song we sing at Three Links Church. We welcome Philip Sexton to the show. How are you today, Philip? I'm I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. What about you all? Doing good. Great. All right. Well, we got some stories here to go over. Uh, One of them is... The U.S. House passes a bill making big changes to the U.S. retirement system. Americans could see the most significant changes in more than a decade to their retirement plans under legislation the House of Representatives passed on Thursday, with measures designed to make it easier for employers to offer 401k-type accounts and for participants to convert their balances into a steady lifetime income. Yeah, so there was a lot of uh, things in this bill. One thing I want to point out, too, at the very beginning before I get into the details. So the House bill known as the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement or SECURE Act. I don't know how they come up with this stuff. Passed with a vote of 417 to 3. Really? That is, in today's world, yeah, <laughs> that is remarkable to get that kind of uh, a vote on something. You would think, I mean, in today's world with, with the the cut right down the middle mentality, you would think that just because one side came up with the bill, you would at least get 20 or 30% of the people vote no on it just right. because of one side coming up with the bill. But 
anyway, uh, the bill itself, what they're trying to do, uh, one thing that they're trying to do is increase the amount of participation in 401k style plans. Uh, by doing so, one thing that they've, they've mentioned is uh, what's called a multi-employer plan to where you have maybe five or six companies, whatever it may be, uh, you know, that maybe only has six or seven, eight employees a piece. Well, to set up a 401k, it actually costs a decent amount of money to set something like that up. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, because of the amount of, uh, ERISA compliance and right. the amount of, um, back office support that you need to, to have done on it. Uh, so what you're able to do with a multi-employer plan is you get seven or eight businesses. Like I said, they share the cost of that, you know, and it's the, the, the administrator of the plan doesn't look at it as each company is a separate company at that point. They just look at it as, Hey, we have all these people coming in, you know, mm -hmm. and they, they administrate it as just one big plan. Uh, another great thing for uh, really a lot of our clients and just a lot of the the united states in general is their plan to increase the age to start rmds from 70 and a half to 72 uh i can't tell you how many times i, I have clients come in and say why you know why do they make me take this money i don't need to take this money out right now mm -hmm. you know we got some that still are working yeah, <laughs> and you know they're like, I'm still working. Why do I need to take money out of my my IRA? Right. Well, it's it's a it's a bigger truth today than it was, you know, 20 years ago when they when yep. they came up with this. Not to mention life expectancy tables for people, you know, past 60. You know, because I, I say I preface that because uh, you know with with opioid deaths and and suicide rates on uh, all time highs. You know that has actually pushed our life expectancy as a as a country down, but when you exclude those, so people are over sixty, their life expectancy has continued to trend up for decades. Right. You know, and if you're if you're requiring someone to start taking money at seventy and a half, they could potentially run out of money. Yeah. You know, uh, because of the way the RMD works, it, it continues right. to increase increase in percentage. Right. Well, if you started at seventy two. Now you've added um, basically two years worth of uh, compounding and, right. and ability to. Uh, Is it seventy two and a half? It's seventy two. Yeah, but I mean, so really, it's a year and a half extension. Yeah, it, but it's the same tax year, so we'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll round right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the one big piece of the bill that I absolutely despised was uh tell us how you really feel <laughs> tell me how all right so one of the things uh that they they wanted all 401k companies uh to offer annuities so tr though commonly offered by traditional pension plans annuities aren't often used in 401k plans in part because employers worry that if they pick an insurance company that ends up going bust the 401k participant will sue the employer. The new measure would give certain employers some protection from future liability if they choose an insurance company to administer the payments and that insurer later fails to pay claims. There's a reason that annuity companies are able to pay dealers 
or agents to sell these annuities such high commissions. And even there there are non there are commission free annuities out there as well. But the amount of money made by an insurer on an annuity coming out of a retire or, or a worker's pocket I have a serious problem with. Yeah. You know, because I went to the Harrison County graduation last night and my little cousin graduated actually, but it says uh, one of the speakers, he actually said a quote that I hadn't heard in a very long time. <clears throat> it's Albert Einstein calling compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> he says, those who understand it, earn it. Those who don't, pay it. That's interesting. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So you start talking about throwing an annuity <laughs> down. And if you're cutting... Let's just say on the on the the easy side. Let's just say right. you lose a percent, just one percent, yeah, a year on it, because the insurance is is making you know they've got you capped, yeah. and somehow you just lose one percent. Typically, that's not the case. It's typically much more than that, but one percent over a thirty year time horizon is a substantial amount of money, right? You know what is that? That's fifty percent. Of uh, you know, because money, the rule of seventy-two. If you take your your rate and you divide it into seventy-two, that's how many years it takes to double. Right. So, you know, when you when you theoretically boil it down, yeah, you're offering them a lifetime income, quote unquote. But at the same time, what if that money had been able to grow fifty percent greater? Mm-hmm how much more money would it be able to make you right how much more of an income lifetime would it be able to 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 give you you know that that's where i have a huge problem with with that piece now it's not something that you're going to have to be forced into but it definitely has to be an option now yeah uh, and so when when this plan goes into effect for those of you listening if it passes the Senate. If it passes the Senate, which, I mean, heck, it passed the House 417 to 3. It'd be interesting if it didn't pass the Senate. Yeah. But when it when it happens, just just know what you're what you're getting. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I would warn a lot of retirees. Right. Or not not even retirees, a lot of workers. Yeah. It says by helping Participants convert their balances into a steady lifetime income. Annuities enable employers to incorporate a feature of an old-fashioned pension plan into a 401k that ensures participants won't outlive their money. The bill would also allow workers whose employers stop offering annuities to transfer those contracts to an IRA and continue making contributions. So somebody in the insurance industry has gotten in their pocket. Oh, yeah. Very much so gotten in there and said this is what you need to offer a cool thing here is so legislation includes one other feature that employers would need to disclose to employees on 401k statements the amount of sustainable monthly income their balance could support right a feature aimed at helping savers better understand how much spending their savings will support throughout retirement so they can better plan for i actually think that that's that is a pretty cool feature, even though it's tied to the annuity. Um, you know, my other my other thing would be is uh, when you're thinking about retiring and you're looking at that number, stay conservative. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that 
we do we're we're very cognizant of when we're talking to anybody thinking about retiring thinking right. about becoming a client or that are already a client and wants to retire is that we understand that this money has to last for a very very long time you know <laughs> it, it could potentially have to last longer than 30 years so we are very conservative in our approach from a, a drawdown right perspective because you not only do you need to have at least the same amount of income for an extended period of time but as history goes you're going to need to take more money the older you get yep you know things don't get cheaper over time no they don't let's take a break it is the tom dupree show news radio 630 wlap so we have things happening the question is where china north korea and venezuela the border russia it will happen and when it does it's happening it'll happen it's moving right here on news radio 630 wlap Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. It is the highest legal duty of one party to another, and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it. A financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Raise my head and set myself in the eye of a storm in the belly of a well. My spirit stood on solid ground. I'll be at peace when they lay me down. When I was a child, I cried until my knees were satisfied. My needs have grown up pound for pound I'll be at peace when they lay me down When they lay me down someday My soul will rise and fly away This old world will turn around I'll be at peace when they lay me down this life isn't fair, it seems It's filled with tears and broken dreams There are no tears where I feel bound And I'll be at peace when they lay me down Back on the Tom Dupree Show, we have John Short. John, are you glad I did some Loretta? Hey, Sam, is that song, I'll be at peace when you lay me down? Yes. And the other one is those golden bells, ring those golden bells for you and me? Yes. Okie dokie. Yep. 
They sure were. Those songs are good ones. Yeah, they are good. And the whole, you have a blessed great decoration day just coming Monday. I wish Nixon would change. He would say it kept the way it was. Because he changed it in 69. What did he change? To Decoration Day Memorial Day. Yeah. It used to be just called Decoration Day because they'd go decorate the graves of the those that had died in the wars. Yeah, I wish it kept it the way it was. Well. You can't break tradition. That's right. Yeah, they made it. People, huh? Go ahead. None of people know that today is Decoration Day. That Monday is Decoration They don't know that Monday is Decoration Day. They just think it's a Memorial Day. Well, they do They do still do the decoration also, though. Okie dokie. That's what my father-in-law, he's a retired military. He actually, he goes and he takes a bunch of, uh, I guess, pennies. And when he, you know, when he goes to visit his loved ones at their graves, Anybody who was a a soldier, he always puts a penny on their grave. Does he? Yeah. That's nice. So it's a, I guess that's a, a tradition mm-hmm. that they do. <clears throat> Let me ask you, John. Do you uh does does uh Kroger put you in the four hundred one k plan? No, I don't, I don't think they do that. No. Oh, do, are you are you allowed to? Or are you part time? I'm part time. Yes. Okay. See, that's another thing in the bill, Tom. Part-time, Part-time people get, get to be in the get to participate. 401k. John, what are you following these days? Well, so far, we need that wall built. I'm trying to build that wall up for the yeah. keep those criminal aliens out, and the wall's not built yet. I wish that wall was built by sundown tonight. <laughs> <laughs> sundown tonight. Okay. <laughs> the whole Donald Trump is listening. I don't even know if he and his staff even heard of the time of free show. Well, let's make sure he knows. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he ought to be listening. Yeah, and he needs to be reelected next year. And I vote for for the Senate next year. I know McConnell has somebody in the primary. I vote for Morgan over McConnell in May next year. Are you? Yep. Morgan. Yeah, he's running. See, what is it, Morgan? Where Francis? He's running against McConnell in the Senate in the May primary. Hmm. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah, but he, uh, I didn't know they were having a primary for Senate. When we co- May next year, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Next about a year. Days ago. Okay. Was it, I think Ms. Connolly's good. Sam's been there too long. I think it's time to, to have a, another Republican in there to take his place. Okay. Very conservative. We'll tell him that. Yeah, we'll he, let him he's know. Good. He, he's good. We don't want him to do like Strong Thurman did because he died and he was Senate, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. All right, John. I appreciate your point of view on things. Okay, well, so those are the Red Lynn songs are good. So ring those gun bells to you and me, and I'll be a piece when they lay me on the ground. There you go. Okie dokie. Thank you. Was that was Willie Nelson? Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was Willie Nelson. Okie dokie. Because usually she sings with Ernest Tubb and Conway Twitty. Yeah, well, she sang with Willie on that one. Okie dokie. Thank you. All right, what else we got here, Philip? Well, since we're on the the subject of four hundred one k's, the interesting thing the, the, there's an article here. It says the father of the four hundred one k says this is the key to retirement today. So the biggest question on here is: Are you a saver or are you a spender? You're either one or the other, says the father of the four hundred one k, and your income doesn't determine the answer. 
there's people who make tons of money who don't become successful at saving. And then there are others, surprisingly, who shock the heck out of me. Uh, so it's Ted Benna who designed the 401k. Uh, and he says the key is learning early in life what you're going to be, a saver or a spender. Right. Uh, he says plenty of people manage to save very little despite a healthy paycheck. The average household ages 40 to 55, earning between 75000 and 100000 has just $70,000 in overall assets, which includes retirement funds, but excludes houses and cars. Uh, that's not even one year's salary and will only fund a couple of years of retirement. What's more, 8% of higher income families defined as household income above 72120 have no savings outside their retirement accounts, according to the Urban Institute. That's also bad. Without an emergency fund to cover unexpected bills, whatever retirement savings they manage to set aside are vulnerable to early withdrawal. Um, you know, more more often than not, you see, well, not more often, you see uh, this trend, I guess, in, in the world where less savings for retirement. Uh, you know, I, I look at the baby boomer, boomer generation that you grew up in. I mean, they they understood saving for retirement. Some of them did. Uh, well, yeah. Some of them picked it up a little later. Mm. Uh, but I look at my generation, and uh, you've got a segment of the, the, the FIRE segment, financial independence, retire early, that, you know, yeah. eat ramen noodles and live on uh, their grandparents' couch. And save every single dime they can possibly save. Right. But you've got the whole other segment that, oh, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather have the nice fancy new car and the nice big house and this and that. And they don't plow any money into saving whatsoever. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you catch yourself, you know, when you're 30 or 40 really trying to accelerate your, your savings rate. You know, really when you're about 40 or 50. And, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is uh, going back to that Albert Einstein quote, you know, uh, compound interest is a very funny thing. That's right. You know, the more you can save for longer periods of time, the more it's going to be worth. Yeah. It's something to think about. Yes, it is. Absolutely. That's what we try to do at Dupree Financial Group is give you things to think about. We don't answer the questions. We ask the questions and we help you come to the answers. Call us at 233-0400. Stay with us. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Are you looking for fun and exciting gaming action in Kentucky? Well, look no further than Red Mile Gaming and Racing. Come play one of our 900 games. And new members who sign up for a Winner's Circle card will qualify for a special rebate offer up to $200. Guaranteed. That means everyone who signs up at Red Mile Gaming and Racing walks away a winner. Red Mile Gaming and Racing. Red hot excitement. Visit player services or redmileky.com for details. Americans are always on the move. They're in the car, at the office, working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all of these moving targets? Easy, with radio. 
Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week, more than Google, Facebook, even television. Because, hey, who has the time to sit and watch TV? So when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults, teens, and millennials, get to iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM Radio to work for your company. Ready to join a new gym? Better Business Bureau's President and CEO, Rihanna Smith-Hamblin, has some tips before you sign on the bottom line. Before you join a gym, determine your priorities, take a tour, ask if they offer a free trial, and take your time making a decision. Understand the introductory offers and cancellation policies. BBB often receives complaints against gyms because the customer didn't read the terms and conditions. And don't forget to check out your local gym at BBB.org. Steam and storms, that's been the theme of our forecast for a while now, and it continues on this Saturday. Highs will end up somewhere in the upper 80s. Heat index values better than 90. I mean, we are talking about some real summertime heat out there for you. Showers and storms will continue out there into Sunday, too. I'm WKYT meteorologist Jim Caldwell on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Get ready for Memorial Day weekend with four days of digital deals at Kroger. Just visit the app or Kroger.com today and download coupons you can use up to five times in one transaction. Then redeem your coupons Friday through Monday for favorites like select varieties of Eckridge sausage for $1.88. And select varieties of Keebler cookies are 99 cents with card and coupon. So whatever you've got planned for your long weekend, stop by Kroger for four days of digital deals. Fresh food, low prices at Kroger. Looking for fresh, delicious produce that fits your budget? It's right around the corner at your neighborhood Kroger. As one of America's largest produce buyers, Kroger gets the pick of the crop at savings we pass on to you. That's peak of the season freshness, priced right. California sweet red cherries are only $1.88 a pound, and boneless strip steaks are just $5.99 a pound with card. Fresh food, low prices at Kroger. Get ready to experience Keeneland like never before. Introducing Railbird, August 10th and 11th in Lexington, Kentucky. See the Rackin' Tours, Hosier, Tyler Childers, Brandy Carlisle, and over 30 acts on the grounds at Keeneland. Also featuring live off-track betting, curated bourbon, equine culture, and more. Tickets on sale now at RailbirdFest.com. Railbird, August 10th and 11th, Lexington, Kentucky. Get in the action at RailbirdFest.com. 630 WLAP. Spring is just around the bend. Ain't no time to go, darling. Bills need plowing and the fences men. Ain't no time to go, darling. Stay with me a little bit longer. Stay with me if you can. Stay with me a little bit longer. Ain't no time to go, darling. Stay with me 
if you can Stay with me a little bit longer Ain't no time to go, darling Back on the Tom Dupree Show. What's this one here? Oh, yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know why I cut the title off. It was in Bloomberg, but it's Mental Tricks to Retire Richer. Um, Since we're on the whole retirement scheme and we were talking about, you know, saving money sooner. uh, So the article talks about saving for retirement requires money. And you also might need to trick yourself into it. Uh, So Americans face so many financial responsibilities, housing, family, transportation, student debt, health care. But they are also on the hook for funding their own retirement. It's another thing in that uh, the bill, the House bill. uh, One of the things that uh, in the bill that they talked about was a match for student debt payments. So in order to retire, if you're making your student loan payments, the company matches what your student loan payment is up to. I guess five percent of your salary or whatever. So that really, that, so the your company's required to that that pay would your be student. one of the yeah one of the things, and it's uh, that's kind of interesting. So it's you're not paying into the retirement plan, but you're paying your student loans off, and that that's one of the things that they said was the amount of student debt that people come out of college with now really hinders their ability to start saving early for retirement. Yeah. Um, so back onto this. Uh, not everyone in their 20s, 30s, or even 40s are thinking about retirement or strategizing how best to amass enough money for when they get there. Uh, it goes on some some of the tips. So it says, understand where you anchor your thoughts. Savers may have an anchor bias, which is where when they rely too heavily on one piece of advice, says Helen Calvin, chief revenue officer at Jellyvision, a software company focused on health and wealth. So take auto enrollment, for example. Companies are helping their employees when they automatically enroll them into a retirement plan because it takes away the initiation and much of the back-and-forth paperwork of setting up an account. But auto enrollment itself isn't enough. Companies set low contribution rates somewhere between 1% and 5%, which is far below the 15 or 20% financial advisors say people should save. You know, one of the biggest things that you can do, and, and it talks about this, one of the biggest things you can do to help your retirement, I would recommend anybody do is just force yourself to start. Yeah, you know, and set it up on a on a like this uh, on an auto debit. If it's a retirement, right. yeah, on an auto debit, to where it's a it's it's a psychology thing. If it if you make it just a back end expense that you never see happen, and it's not even an expense, it's a savings. But if you make it seem like an expense, like paying your electric bill or it just comes out every month and this is all before you get your paycheck then guess what you're gonna budget to what your paycheck is right you know when when and when you get a raise the smartest thing you can do is put a bigger chunk of that raise into a retirement account right because or some form of savings because lifestyle creep yeah. It's a real thing. It's real. It's a real problem. Um, a, a lot of us suffer from it. You know, yeah. many people suffer from it. And it's where, for, for those of you who don't know, lifestyle creep is where when you make more money, you spend more money, basically. Right. You know, you say, hey, I'm, I'm making 
$5,000 more a year. Well, it's time to get a little bit nicer vehicle or, yep. you know, a, a new brand new couch or something like that. Yep. And it, it it's always it happens. It's real. Yeah. Um, the other, the, another tip, know the value of a dollar now versus later. Some people would rather a smaller amount of money sooner, i.e. today, rather than a larger benefit later in life. Winning the jackpot lottery is a prime example, as winners must decide between the upfront cash prize or annuitizing the uh, amount. So workers may not be able to touch their savings, especially if they put them into account like a 401k with specific rules around withdrawing. But the, uh, but the money will be worth much more in retirement after compound interest and investment returns. They undervalue future dollars, Calvin said. That goes right back to the old Albert Einstein quote. You know, when you, it, it's like, like I said, the quicker you can force yourself, even if it's just like, even if it's just a couple percent of your pay, right? The quicker you can force yourself to put something back, the more that money is going to be worth when it comes to retirement. Yep. <laughs> Einstein was smart about that. Oh, yeah. Um, so. One thing uh, that you uh, you know we always try to do is we're always with our clients in retirement before retirement. We try to meet with them right every six months. You know we we track your we track what you're doing. We track hey how how are you doing on your goals? Are you meeting what your goals are? Are you do you need to change something? You know, and in retirement, it's just as important even before retirement because now you're taking money out. Do we need to change lifestyle habits? Do we need to do things, tweak expenditures, mm -hmm. things of that nature? Um, you know, one of the things that it talks about, another tip, uh, so it says stick to your own trajectories, not others. Financial firms and experts may give guidelines as to how much a person should save at different points in their lives, but that doesn't mean someone who has less than the suggested amount is doomed or someone who has more is safe from financial struggles in retirement. General rules of thumb may encourage some people to save more, but they also run the risk of discouraging others from saving at all. That's exactly what I was saying. You know, you, you need you need to constantly, even if you don't have an advisor, you know, you need to constantly check where you're at on your, your your personal scale. Do you need to increase? Are you good? I would never say decrease. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're good, and you're living inside your means, keep stay on. Yeah. Keep it's never too. It's it's never a bad thing to right. retire with extra. Yeah. That, that would just yeah. Well, golly, I was only supposed to have half a million. I got six hundred thousand. Ah. Yeah. What am I going to do? That's right. <laughs> we would probably upset laugh. the whole plan. <laughs> Ticks me off. I tell yeah. you what, but yeah. So one that that's really, I think that's one of the biggest things that we do at the pre-financial group is that we are an accountability manager, right? We're not only accountable to you for, making sure that we do a good job for you and that we educate uh, you know you about what you're invested in and, and mm -hmm. things of that nature but we also hold you accountable to do your end of the deal right we also say hey you know if you're if you're still working 
hey, when do you want to retire? You know, what's your mm-hmm. goals? Oh, you want to retire in six years? What's your expenditures? Oh, this is what they are. This is probably how much money you're going to need to make that kind of income meet your expenditures. Yeah. Are you on track? Right. You know? Okay, you're on track. And if you're not, you're not, you've got some decisions to make. Exactly. You know, it, accountability and education are are very key to us. Yeah. Good point. Three requirement questions you need to ask your spouse. How's that one? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I actually thought of a story. Uh, this is a, this is a Tom Dupree story. This is a client that has told me this several times. So this is a a, a story that I, I'm I'm proud to say you've done, Tom. She said she, I'm proud of it too, and I don't even know what she it came is. Came with her husband, who's now deceased, but she came with him, and she just kind of sat over to the side, not really paying attention. And you were going over stuff, and you looked at her, and you said, "Are you getting?" Are you getting this? And she looked back at you and said, "Oh, I don't, I don't mess with this stuff. That's that's his job." And you did the old the the Dupree glasses flip from the off the eyes to the forehead, and you got real, real serious with her, and you said, "You need to understand this too, because there may be a time in your life where you don't have a choice." Mm. And you sat. I'm glad with her, I said that to her. And you sat with her, and went through everything, and made her feel extremely comfortable. That's great. And that is one of the things that really has stuck with me. And that's something that we try to do with everybody, you know. And I've I've tried to do this with my wife because I know that she's probably going to have me have a heart attack by the time I'm fifty, you know, and it'll be okay because I'll have. I've lived a long, happy life at that point. I'll yeah. be fine with it. But then she's going to have to figure out the finances. Right. You know, and I want her to be prepared. You know, and I think that that's, uh, so what this what this article says is three retirement questions you need to ask your spouse. So you should always include spouses in, in all financial decisions, I would say. But as years turn into decades, however, it's easy to grow complacent and put big money conversations on the back burner until suddenly couples find that they don't really know each other at least financially speaking uh so one thing i often see with married couples is a false sense of security says i'm not even going to pronounce gene's last name a senior wealth advisor with essential wealth advisor in old lime connecticut likewise it's not uncommon for people who've been married for a while to either defer planning to their partners or on the other end of the spectrum create retirement planning silos they manage their accounts separately uh, not including their spouse. It's never easy to raise the issue of money. But for couples in the later stages of retirement planning, it's imperative. Uh, so he goes on to say, uh, I just met with a couple where she's a saver, he's a spender, and every time they talk about budgeting, it was an argument, But says, who discovered the source of this disconnect when they started talking about the couple's retirement goals. She prioritizes savings because she wants to retire early and travel, but he wants to keep working until he drops. So you need to understand where both parties align when it comes to retirement plans. You know, some some person may say, "Hey, I want to kick, I want to kick it in at 62." The other person may say, "Well, I don't." 
you know, I've had a guy, I'll never forget this one too. I had a guy told me, I said, man, you, you can retire. He was at Toyota. I said, you can retire in a couple of years. He said, no, I'm going to work till I, until I die. And I asked him right? why. And he said, well, cause if I, he said, uh, if I retire, I'll just die quicker. Cause yeah. he won't have anything to do. Some people say that, you know, he said, I don't have anything to do. I, I won't have things to, to, to keep me busy. By the way, make sure and follow us on social media. Our website is a great resource for information. That's DupreeFinancial.com. Educate, guide, empower. That's what we try to do at Dupree Financial Group. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Out. Um, Stay with us. We need to take a break here. It is the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. The weak Iranian threat. Tornadoes today. In Missouri. Happened here. In a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. Every day. The crisis on the border. To declassify. The Mueller report. You're going to learn a lot. The Prime Minister's run down. Check in. I will resign. With News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. It is the highest legal duty of one party to another, and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it. A financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree show. So you wanted to talk a little bit about rolling over. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've been on the subject of 401ks and, and saving for retirement. Um, a 401k is a, is a company sponsored plan, uh, usually where they match employer contributions. Right. Uh, 99% of the time, these plans are, they, they allow you maybe a list of X amount of mutual funds to pick from. Um, typically, mutual funds, uh, typically the kinds of investments in a 401k are for growth of assets, growth of retirement assets over time. Now, as you start to age and, and get closer to retirement, the the key to retirement is making your assets work for you. Right. Now, to do that, they need to produce an income uh, for you to meet retirement expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that a lot of uh, 401k companies allow is what's called a, a in-service rollover, mm-hmm. which typically means at age 59 and a half, you can take the balance of your 401k and roll it into an IRA, which allows you to invest it 
however you see fit. And that means invest it to earn income for you. You know, yep. see what what kind of uh, income production you can produce. Uh, now, this doesn't close the 401k by any means. Right. It actually keeps it open for future contributions. But you can take a very large chunk of this money that you've spent a, a large portion of your working career amassing, and now you can turn it into what's called an income producing an account. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't mean you have to start living off that income either, but you can take that income and as Albert yeah. Einstein said, compound it. Yes. You know, make the income, make income. Right. And over time, what you will see is now you've got a better barometer of when it's feasible to retire. Yep. Because now you can visualize what product what what income you can see it, it, get in retirement and will it meet your expenses yeah. you know, expenses are easy to figure out you just need a couple three months worth of bank statements or credit card statements whatever you use to pay for stuff and just go down through and say you know what are our monthly expenditures mm -hmm. and base it off of that you know and and if it doesn't jive well then you can say all right well where can we cut or you know do i need to keep working so that's one thing that uh you know a lot of employers don't like advertise hey you can do an in-service rollover but it is an option uh we've actually done several uh if <laughs> while they're still working what they're able to do is withdraw the money from their 401k roll it to an ira manage it themselves or have somebody like us manage it and continue to contribute to the IRA to the 401k while they're still working. Yeah, and the 401k would be continued to be geared towards a more uh, aggressive growth style of man, uh, manner. You know, and it's like having a secondary basket at that point. Right. Uh, you know, that's that's one of the things that if if that's something that uh makes sense to to someone then yeah, we we would love to talk to you. Yeah. Uh 859 Two three three zero four hundred pre financial right. group. You can ask for Tom, Mike, Philip. I want to talk a little bit before we quit. This is an interesting thing about how Rockefeller was three times more yeah. than Jeff Bezos. So this was actually from Bloomberg, which is funny to me because uh, they're very uh, leftish on some stuff, but. It starts talking about uh it says Jeff Bezos, the world's richest man, is worth 117 billion, which is primarily tied up in Amazon stock. Mm -hmm. um, L'Oreal's heiress, Francois Betancourt Myers, the richest woman, has 54 billion. But how do their fortunes compare to those with the past? Uh, so, to gross domestic product, Rockefeller's 1.5 billion that he had was about 1.6% of the economy in 1937. That's almost 2% really? of GDP. So were he to own that same percentage of GDP today, his fortunes would be almost triple Bezos. So 300 and something billion. $331 billion. You know, <laughs> the, the, the big argument of... Uh, of the left side of the table has always been that the wealth is tied up in too few of hands. Yeah. And I would say when you look at, uh, 
when you look back over a hundred years of history, I would say that the wealth has been dispersed more so over that time frame than it is today. Yep. You know, you look at Rockefeller, if he owned $331 billion, then the left side would have, uh, have, have cannons at the gates trying to get in there. You get what I'm saying? And that's kind of what happened at that time. They, they did the trust busters and, because they were afraid of somebody owning too much of the economy. Exactly. Uh, one of uh, Rockefeller's big business partners, Henry Flagler. So I go to St. Augustine every year on vacation. Uh, you know, I'm Henry, Henry Flagler built St. Augustine, basically, you know, to what it is today. Uh, a lot of the historic downtown stuff. He owned the railroads on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, he had a really nice hotel down there that was the only hotel. Another person came in and tried to build one across the street to compete well henry flagler owned the railroads that was the only way you could ship beds and couches and chairs and everything down there all the furnishings mysteriously disappeared (laughs) and the hotel went bankrupt flagler came in and bought it pennies on the dollar yeah and somehow those furnishings turned back up mysteriously turned back up if bezos did that today yeah. He would be in jail for 50 years That's right. or more. You know, that 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 just goes to show you that the the argument doesn't necessarily have as much of a a backbone as you would you would think. Yeah. You know, that that we've actually come a very long way when it comes to our economy and and uh the democratization of it. Exactly. Of wealth. The, the that's a good democratization of wealth. Yeah. And workforce development. Right. <laughs> yeah. Too bad guys not here. Like that one. But, yeah, that was just a, a cool little uh, thing that I found. You know, and when you go through and you look at Warren Buffett, uh, that's $93 billion. Bill Gates, when he founded, uh, you know, at, at his peak with Microsoft, it'd be $213 billion. Uh, Andrew Carnegie who sold a steel company to J.P. Morgan back in 1901 would be $321 billion. Really? Yeah, so when you look, you know, some of these older ones, Cornelius Vanderbilt, 1794 to 1877, he was a shipping and railroad tycoon who built Grand Central Terminal, $238 billion. Wow. Crazy. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, if you'd like to know more about your investments call us at 859-233-0400 we'd love to sit down with you at dupree financial group this is tom dupree thanks for listening it's news radio 630 wlap